You're listening to the Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church. When I wake in the morning before my eyes open, telling God, good morning, mm. come into my day, welcome into my day. Thank you for watching over me through the night and looking forward to what He has in the day. He helps me walk in the Spirit first in myself, that my confidence is in Him, that I don't have to be insecure about anything, that I don't have to doubt anything, that I can trust Him no matter whether things go well or not. I'm in Him and I'm okay. Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. We're kicking off a new series today called Heaven on Earth, and I'm joined by two special guests and friends. First, we have Lead Pastor Jose Abro with us. Jose, thanks hey, for being Taylor. here. Yes, good to be here. And we are joined by the amazing, the one, the only prayer pastor, Rhonda Patterson. Rhonda, thanks for being here. Always happy to join you guys. <laughs> Always great having you. Jose, love to give you the first word, as not only did you kick off, uh, um, well, you Started a message, but you kicked off a series. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You gave us a little background, kind of introing the series, this titled Heaven on Earth. Mm -hmm. We'd love to get your thoughts on why you wound up with that series and then even just the message of peace. Yeah, so the scene that we're looking at is Jesus in his resurrected body talking to the disciples and... He gives us these five gifts. Like like I said on Sunday, this was initially um, this last Sunday's message. And then I quickly realized this is, there's a lot in here. And so we're gonna make this a series. And, and I love the time. So Jesus is sharing these things with his disciples that, um, you know, first thing he says is what we talked about on Sunday, peace to you. So he's giving peace over and then he shows them his hands. And so we'll talk about healing um, and how he, he, these are gifts from heaven that were brought down to earth Uh, not only through Jesus, but also Jesus later ascends into heaven at the end of this story, and then the Holy Spirit descends from heaven and comes into our hearts. And so these are things that I really believe God wants us to, to, uh, He wants us to have here on earth, um, starting with peace. So um, that's where the series came from, and that's where we, a little bit about um, where we're gonna go in the next few weeks. Well, I love also too, the way you talked about the why and yeah. then the how. So the why, uh, just being that a lot of us need, just we're, we're running on empty and we need to refuel, we need to recharge. And I love how you mentioned that we don't have to wait to heaven. Like God didn't design it so that we have to wait to to receive peace till we get to heaven, that we get a chance to recharge, refuel uh, this side of heaven and be able to do that. I'd love to ask both of y'all, just again, this is <laughs> kind of a high arching question here, but what are some ways that y'all have found to recharge and refuel in those times where you, you feel empty? It may not be all of life, but maybe an area of life where you're just kind of feel like you're you're kind of running running on fumes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um it's just time with him. Mm-hmm. It really is for me. That's I know when I'm um and we all have those days, weeks, you know, months even sometimes where things are really busy and hard to carve that out, but I can feel when I'm not getting that and uh, when I'm not getting enough of just um, sitting in his presence without agendas or even a Bible study to do, just, just a sitting with him with worship music and, and um, listening. And it, when I get to do that, when I purpose to get back to it, the peace comes. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, it ties into one of the points that we are children of God, but I love spending time with my kids. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm uh, a little frustrated when my kids don't wanna just stay with me. They're young, so they're in an active stage. Mm-hmm. They always wanna go, 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 go. So maybe I'm sitting with them reading a book and then you know two minutes goes by and now they just wanna jump on the trampoline or they wanna go do something else. And as their dad, um, there's times where I just wanna sit and be with my kids. And it's the same with our heavenly father. He just wants to be with us. Um, I love that you said no agenda, Rhonda, because oftentimes when I go to God, either um, in prayer or worship, there's an agenda. I'm, I'm the one that's trying to get something out of it or I'm, I'm you know, giving him a petition. I'm asking of him in some way. And that's great and important. We need to, we need sure. to do that. But there's something in John 15, we didn't talk about this on Sunday, but this is really, I think the, the secret uh, to spending time with the Lord. It says, remain, abide in him. And, um, and then when we do that, he, he will provide in every way. He will make sure that we have what we need in that time in our life and, and um, or in that day. And so I would echo what you said, yeah. just being with them. And it's hard for me because I like being around people <laughs> and I, like, I don't like being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it does take some time for me to truly be quiet and uh, sit and wait. And um, every time mm-hmm. he's good, whether it be five minutes or 20 to 30 minutes, it's always good. Right. And I think that's, for me, it's some of that is the season of life that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. I have more of that available, but it's also made me aware of that I didn't know back then when I was raising the kids and working full-time, you know, job and just all the things, uh, I didn't even realize I was in deficit mm-hmm. until... I could get to a place of recharge, but now I can see it so easy. I can feel it, you know, physically and mentally a lot quicker. So, but I'm thankful I have more time now. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting that you can now see it when you know Mm -hmm. uh, what it's like to have that intimacy with Mm -hmm. the Lord. So it's hard for us to recognize how much we need him when we don't stop yeah. and actually receive from him in that way. Because we're in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you're like, how do you do that? That sounds weird. Maybe that was going to be your next <laughs> question, <laughs> Taylor. Um, you know, Bob Moss surrenders mm-hmm. so well and he uses that word all the time. And I mm-hmm. think that's what Jesus continually did. He always set time to be alone with the Father, whether up in a mountain mm-hmm. and or um, you know, alone in the Garden of Gethsemane a couple of uh, episodes ago before this episode here in, in Luke 24 and um, just surrendering all the things that you're thinking about, sitting with him and then asking, Lord, where, where, what are you speaking to me? And mm-hmm. whether you hear anything or, or not, you'll most likely have a sense of peace, which is hard to understand and hard to it even really explain. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I'd love to kind of just jump in uh, more on that concept because I think the world's definition of peace is just so, it's one of those things that there's certain things that, okay, yeah, we can talk about the, both the church and the world have similar definitions, but I feel like for peace, as far as what the world has to offer, it's just not even close as far as, uh, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on what's the biggest difference if you were to talking to maybe to a, a newer believer or someone who's a not yet believer, just the biggest difference in your mind on the peace that the world has to offer and the peace that, that God has to offer. 
I'd say the peace the world has to offer is temporary. And the peace that God um, offers is, is eternal. Maybe it doesn't last uh, eternally in our minds, but it is always present, ever present, no matter the circumstance. And uh, the second thing I would say is that the peace of this world is often something that we have to take. So you have to grab something in order to fill that peace, you know? So you have to work for it. Um, And you also have to pay for it. So I'm thinking about a lot of the different ways Mm -hmm. that we self-medicate, that we cope. Um, I mentioned addiction on Sunday morning. I mean, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And not only does it take a toll on our bank accounts, it also takes a toll on our body. And uh, we're taking, 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 but really it's taking also a lot from us. Whereas the peace of God is free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's free. And all we have to do is receive. Um, and so I believe that we experience that presence on Sunday morning, especially when we come together as a body of Christ and uh, sit and worship and listen to his word. Mm -hmm. And it's a special experience. Absolutely. I don't know. I think of like the peace of the world, like I I think of like doing my checklist of things that I'm needing to get done when I have a busy week or a lot going on. And so as you begin to get those things taken care of, you feel the world's peace that, okay, okay, that's off my mind now and, and all. And so just that checklist, but with God, there's, there is no agenda. There's no checklist with him. And so if there's an area where I'm really battling in my mind and feeling a lot of times in prayer ministry, we'll call it dispeace, <laughs> mm. you know, where we just, our mind is racing on something or, or, fixed on something that's a problem to solve or whatever is just really inviting God into that place. And and He always has the next step forward, always, even no matter how bleak it may look, mm-hmm. you know. So that gives you peace, and that's that eternal peace that, okay, I'm following Him, and so it's just easier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the verse in Romans 8, 6, Jose, that you mentioned uh, just says, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. And so there really are just two destinations, mm-hmm. two different routes to go yeah. as far as the way that we live. Uh, we got a, a question from the the guys, ccc.guide from Don Kalinda. He asked, related to this verse, he said, can you speak more to how to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh? Mm-hmm. So I know that that's a big question, but <laughs> as far as just <laughs> taking it from kind of a churchy term, Term to just more practically, what it, what does it look like to walk walk in the spirit? Well, and that not verse in the flesh? says it set our minds, and so what what is the focus of our attention? What is the focus of our um, you know of our thoughts? Are are they are they trying to uh, are our thoughts trying to elevate our need or our ego or are our thoughts trying to elevate the kingdom and His purposes? Mm. So very simply put, um, are we loving? God and, and loving that person that's in front of us, whoever it may be, a, a, an actual neighbor or a coworker or a person, um, that's what the Spirit is wanting to do here on earth. He's trying to redeem, reconcile, uh, share the the you know victory that Jesus um, completed on the cross and 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 the resurrection. So when when we continually think about the things of God, I, I actually think it changes it changes mm-hmm. us. Um, and and when we're continually consumed by the 
chaos, the disorder, the confusion that is all around us, yeah, we're, we're gonna feel confused mm. and in disorder and chaotic. Um, those things are contagious. So I, I really think it's, it starts in the morning when we mm. set our minds on Christ and then continually throughout the day, um, you know, Philippians talks about, think whatever is pure, whatever is um, true. true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think about yeah, those things and then the, the God of peace will be with you. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that has to do with our minds. I do too. I think um, on the personal level, walking in the flesh for me uh, is filled with insecurity or doubt yeah. or um, offense or whatever about me. Walking in the flesh, it's about me. Mm-hmm. But walking in the Spirit, it, when I wake in the morning before my eyes open, telling God, good morning, mm. come into my day, welcome into my day. Thank you for watching over me through the night and and looking forward to what He has in the day. Then He he helps me walk in the Spirit and first in myself, uh, that my confidence is in Him, that I don't have to be insecure about anything, that I don't have to doubt anything, that I can trust Him no matter whether things go well or not, um, I'm in Him, yeah. and I'm okay. And so that's that walking in the Spirit, no matter what your day offers. But it it starts in, internally first, mm-hmm. and then as I'm secured in Him, then I can look yeah. externally to say, what do you have? Who can I love? Mm-hmm. Well, and that security like piece— Yes, yes, the security piece is so key. And Jose, what you touched on as far as just these three uh, promises, these three truths that we can uh, have peace in by believing. So Mm -hmm. the first being I'm a child of God. Second, that I'm totally forgiven. And third, that I am created on purpose and for a purpose. I'd love to just ask both of y'all just on a personal note, as people who uh, you're, you're wise leaders that people look up to, so they probably think, oh, oh, they've got this down. They never have to remind themselves of this, or they don't. So, is there one of these three that maybe you have to remind yourself of more often than not, or, or kind of what does that look like to keep those truths at the forefront of your mind uh, when you're constantly bombarded with distractions or uh, maybe even deception to try to sway us away from these? Yeah, truths? no, I'm, I'm. Uh, th- these are things that I have to remind myself constantly because I'm, I'm insecure. I um, tend to overanalyze. I tend to overthink. Uh, I over a lot of things. <laughs> Overshare sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm extra, as, as some people may, may may put it these days. <laughs> so these three things cement me to how the Lord sees me. And so this first one, I'm a child of God. Again, going back to a father wanting to be with his kids. Uh, we actually talked about this this morning in, in my men's community group that for us guys, it, it's hard for us to uh, be okay with being the Lord children. just being okay mm-hmm. uh, with us and, and yeah, mm-hmm. being called children. Um, but when we recognize that we have a perfect heavenly father that loves us, that wants to pour in us that's our source of encouragement and strength and confidence. Mm-hmm. Now think about King David. He was a manly man who knew. He was a man after God's own heart because he knew who the Lord was. He went out after Goliath and said, who do you think you are offending the Lord of Lords? You know, like you can't, he knew God, he knew God. And that's what happens when we know God. And um, I need to remind myself this 
every day because there's a lot of things coming at me. You know, I'm witnessing a lot of different things and then I process through my uh, tempor- temporal fleshly mind <laughs> things. And, and so I want to be connected to the source so that I can know how to respond in a, in a godly way. Absolutely. There's so much going on. There's, you know, our our upbringing, our environment that we're in currently, and uh, just our history and thing experiences that we have in our life, and all those things um, affect us. But um, you know, just just returning to Him every time with all of it, and letting Him help you process. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things is is the way forward. So, I mean, I'm with you, Jose. I think uh, all three um, are. I, I don't. I can't even imagine, you know, being okay without grabbing a hold of one, one of. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all equally mm-hmm. as important to grasp. That sometimes it doesn't even make sense that I'm a child of God. You know that he that he chose me and he loves me and he doesn't he dusts my knees off when I when I make a mistake and he's not um, wringing his hands over me. Yeah. I mean that's just like too much to even fathom that he created the universe and yet he's so intimately involved in my life. So I just feel like they're they're all so so vital. So Yeah, I think if anything, just adding something I've shared before on the podcast, but surrounding yourself with people that also remind you of these truths, mm-hmm. because I think about just how uh, it's always so subtle when the enemy tries to like sow doubt in these truths. And yeah. yet then I just take it all the way to the extreme. And yet it's usually that then when people around me go, hey, that that's not actually like you are a child of God. Mm-hmm. Like you, you may not believe that right now, but hey, this is the truth. And so just kind of helping kind of encourage me back to who I am in Christ has been so key in my life too. So being in a community group, being around close mm-hmm. friendships that can do that uh, is definitely definitely game-changing for me. I want to kind of close out with uh, just this concept. Jose, you mentioned when it comes to this whole series of witnesses, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. going from just yeah. watching to experiencing and then just really being empowered and being ambassadors and giving this out. So I'd love to kind of ask that in the context of peace. So uh, a lot of what we talked about today and then through the message was about receiving God's peace, receiving these promises and and who we are, these truths. But what, what does it look like to be vehicles of peace or ambassadors of peace in our relationships? Again, that sounds like a cool church term, but like, what does that actually look like? Have you uh, been able to see God either work through someone else or through you in a way of being able to uh, just pass along Mm. peace to someone that needed it? The people in my life that have done this the best are people that are connected, really connected to the Lord. Mm. They're confident in who they are. They know that um, they're a child of God, that their sins are totally forgiven. They, they don't carry shame and um, they, they live on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I have been a recipient of the overflow in their life. So I, I would say focus on receiving from the Lord mm-hmm. and watch him overflow into mm-hmm. your relationships. Watch other people say, something's different about mm-hmm. you. There's a peace. Oh, it's one of the best things that we could yeah. ever hear when someone says that we are peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you, that's not my personality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can be intense, but that's the Lord. And that's what happens when we are connected to yeah, Him. Yeah, that's so good. I, I agree. And and what, those people around you that you see it in is is watch. Watch how 
they move through their life, how they move through their days. And, and I mean, that's discipling by action. You know, it's, it's that uh, watching what they do and how they live. And I agree with you. It's that intimate walk with Him, abiding with Him. So, yeah. Both of what you shared sounds so good. And yet, at least in my experience, it can be hard to maintain consistently and faithfully yeah. just as I walk with Christ. What are maybe some things that y'all have seen in your own lives or in the lives of others, distractions, or or what are some common kind of pitfalls that may keep you from kind of believing and 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 receiving and, and giving the, mm-hmm. the peace in the way that, that you were just talking about? Mm-hmm. I, I, I know just like in praying with people through the years, sometimes... Um, you know, we hit those bumps in the road that can be a month long, a couple months long, or whatever, where things have gone really hard and bad, and you're you're having a tough time. And so my encouragement is to look back, think of the place where dis-peace came in. And it in my own life, it usually involves a departure from God's way. So yeah. a sin issue, a thought issue. Mm-hmm. process something where I departed and you uh, it's amazing because God will call if you're asking him he will show you yeah. it may be three months back but he'll show you where I was I was trucking along pretty good and then things went south so asking the Lord to take you back and show you where did that this piece come in where did I where did I depart from your ways mm-hmm. and he's so gentle mm-hmm. and He's so safe for us to go to and repent mm-hmm. and ask Him for the power of the Holy Spirit to help you turn. And peace returns. It's a new day. That's good. He doesn't remember our sins. They're, you know, we're washed. But that it, we, we have to go back to it mm. to, to take that step forward. So, That's really good. Yeah. That's, I think, the power of Jesus saying this in the resurrected body. Mm-hmm. He could have said... Shame on you. <laughs> Could have yeah. said, I can't believe that you abandoned me. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, I did this for you. Stop doing that. Exactly. He could have given us yeah. a, a list. I mean, he just mm-hmm. defeated death. It, so it no longer counts yeah. against us. He could have told us, hey, this is what I died and rose for. Yes. But instead, he just offers us himself. He says, peace, peace to you in his presence. Mm-hmm. And I think to your point, Rhonda, that's just incredible to think about how kind and how wonderful God is. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves us and is there for us all the time. And um, peace is one of the most powerful gifts that I think we could, we could ever receive. We can be on that, you know, traveling down that road and take the wrong road. Yeah. And when we get back to the road where we're supposed to be on, you know, there's peace comes back. Okay, we're back on track. It's the same thing in our spiritual journey. It's just that getting back on the path He has for us. All right. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the Conversations podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, you can email us conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks for being here again, everybody. It was awesome. That's it for this version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time.